Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And that music can only mean one thing. It's time for Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside Art Shirley and Jay Reed. Hey, welcome to summer almost, guys. Almost. Summer. By the time you listen to this, it should be summer, even though we're in the, the mid-May swoon of temperatures that we seem yeah. to get. I mean, it was, what, 50 degrees last night? Yeah. Yeah, but it's been popping up close to 80 a couple of days, yeah. too. Today and, today and tomorrow are supposed to feel like spring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it goes back to it, what, how it normally feels. I would yeah. just like to have a yard that... I could mow without making large tracks, without yeah, needing like, like a some sort of large machine, like to an take airboat you kind of thing. Yeah, that's it. That's, I thought about an airboat lawnmower a bunch of times. That's Boy, genius. I tell you what, you know, it's just been crazy, absolutely crazy. So, well, other than the rain and the humidity and the temperatures, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Yeah, hanging in there. Had a nice Mother's Day. Actually, had uh, the, both boys home, so that's kind of an unusual thing. But uh, I guess they come home for their mother. But I doubt I'll see them on Father's Day, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, I, you know, I had to threaten my boys. I know that my wife's not going to listen to this because she's not our target demographic, or so I've been told. But I had to threaten my boys to go buy things for Bonnie for Mother's Day. And so they, so one went out Saturday night about eight o'clock to get chocolates. The other made a a card and that the oldest made a card and actually was, made a card that's nice so it's a sheet of paper wait till i describe it oh. it was a sheet of paper with happy mother's day in helvetica 12 and then a picture of him and his dog who bonnie claims the dog love david and loki at the bottom loki is the name of the dog <laughs> in black and white so uh is this a thought that counts kind of situation? Well, we're it's on the fridge, so obviously it it it, it there's there's some specialness there, but I think it was a little bit more mocking than anything. But That's it was funny. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> funny. So you need to ask uh, if you ran into my wife. Art Art works with my wife about her Mother's Day. Card. I did ask her. She said she had a good Mother's Day, but she did not mention the card. So I'll have to ask her about that specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. With no further ado, let's launch into the Geeks of the Week. What do you guys have? You want to go first? I'll go first. I have been kind of thinking in the Captain Marvel. Well, actually, my mother does listen to the podcast, and so she knows that we've been talking about Captain Marvel and such as that. And Hello, Jay's mom. And again, I apologize <laughs> for any comments made. Yeah, last episode. By the We're, alternate universe, Art Shirley. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's covering. So she sent me this link. She is one of the biggest Elvis fans that, you know, that you'll meet. She grew up. She was a teenager when he was, you know, becoming really big, went to the big Tupelo concert that you see pictures of a lot. She has, I may have mentioned this before, she's got, you know, dust from his drive, rocks from his driveway and dust from a Cadillac or something like that. So I thought you are going to say dust from his cremation. It's like, uh, um, no, 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 not, not no. that bad. Yeah. But she ran into this article from, I believe, Collider.com about how Elvis based his look on a comic book. And this is one of those stories that is widely spread, but, you know, not necessarily confirmed. It's not, you can't say for sure that it was. But apparently, he was a big comic book fan. That's, that's for sure. There's a big comic collection in the attic of Graceland, apparently. Um, but they say that he was a big fan of Captain Marvel Jr. Right. And because of that 
uh, that love for Captain Marvel Jr. He tried to model his look after that. So the lightning bolt that he has, like on the on the wall of the TV room in Graceland, the and TCB logo, TCB yeah. logo. It was on some of his jumpsuits. Some um, of his jumpsuits. Hold on, case TCB taking care of business. Taking care of business. Taking okay. care of business. All right. <laughs> Sorry. And then the hairstyle, if you look back at some of the Captain Marvel Juniors, he's got kind of a swoop uh, haircut. And, and Elvis, the sideburns. And the sideburns, yep. right. So all kinds of things match up. And there's several websites that, you know, that think this is a definite possibility. You know, it's not for sure. Um, also interesting, when you if you just Google Elvis in comics, you'll find all sorts of Elvis comics uh, based on his life. Uh, but going back to Captain Marvel Jr., apparently he mentioned Elvis in an issue, maybe a Teen Titans issue, volume three, number 23, uh, revealed to be a huge fan of Elvis Presley. Um, he quotes Elvis. And so anyway, I just thought that was an interesting, a yeah. kind of a cool Yeah, I'd always heard that his Vegas look was uh, supposed to be uh, a karate gi, you know, supposed to have the, the feel of, you know, so that he could be kind of, could move around and then had the collar and the cape from Captain Marvel Jr.'s collar and cape. That's what it was modeled after. So yeah, I'd heard that too. I didn't know if it was confirmed or not, but yeah. Everything I read said that it, you know, that Elvis and Priscilla supposedly came up with the with the TCB logo and the lightning bolt and all that on their own. So they're not, you know, Priscilla wouldn't tell you today that it was from Captain Marvel, but there's enough enough things in the comics and in his world that look alike that it's, you know, and it it, it is. It's funny. He, apparently, the house he lived in, maybe in Memphis, or the his room is also preserved, and there's a Captain Marvel Junior comic book on the yeah. desk. But it's not from the era that he would have actually been reading. Oh, it. that's so interesting. Yeah. They just threw a comic book down, but not yeah. the one that that he would have watched or it's from seen. the eighties. Hmm, that's. <laughs> but he's still alive. But he's still alive. That's Brie Larson. Right. Oh, that's true. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's that's true. true. So that's my geek of the week is well, Elvis and Captain cool. Marvel Junior. Well, thank you, Jay. Thank you very much. <laughs> well done. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. He that. is alive. He's right here in the studio. That's right. That's right. What you got, Art? Okay. Uh, this came out. Uh, Last week, I saw it Thursday of last week. It's uh, hit several different geek sites. I actually saw it on one of my favorite go-to geek sites, geektyrant.com. And uh, uh, Robbie and I have talked about it a little bit off mic, but uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's pretty neat. It's, uh, what they've done is they've reimagined Scene 38 from Star Wars A New Hope, or the original Star Wars movie. And Scene 38 is the one where... Uh, Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi face off for the first and final time. Spoiler alert, sorry, it's a 45-year-old. Are they so taking gonna... care of business? <laughs> they are taking care of business. TCB. That's right, TCB. I learned like something Ben, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But um, anyway, uh, somebody, this guy, uh, his, his Twitter handle or his uh, uh, online persona is FXit in post, and he's created the site. I think, it, I think it took him several years to put this together. But um, he's redone the, uh, the lightsaber fight between the two of them uh, with a lot of motion, a lot of action, different camera angles. He's actually dubbed in Duel of Fates. And he's tried to tie this, which was the, uh, the fight scene music behind uh, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan's and Darth Maul's battle. That's right, from which, Phantom Menace. Which, it's the best thing to come out of that movie. That was exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> Despite what you think of Phantom Menace, that's one of the best pieces of Star Wars music there is. Oh, I mean, it, Duel of Fates is yeah, great. Yeah, it's just awesome. Uh, so what he did was, his intention was not only to to make the fight scene better, because if you look at it now, you go, wow, this is kind of, you know, compared to some of the movement they've put in fight scenes since then, uh, lightsaber battles, 
it's a little tame. Of course, you did have like a, an older Alec Guinness in the thing. So, but uh, they've they've superimposed Alec Guinness's face onto uh, the actor or the the stunt person who's doing the fight scene, which is probably to me the thing that works least. You've seen it, haven't you, yeah, Robbie? Yeah, I mean, for what yeah. it is, it's great. Yeah. If they really did it, you know, professionally, it'd probably be awesome. But um, it takes you out of it a little bit. But uh, they've also dubbed in uh, some audio from some of the uh, earlier chronologically earlier movies from the prequel trilogy in there to tie this whole thing together. And his intent was to take this as if you were watching it from Phantom Menace own. So this would be the fourth movie you'd see. And so you're not spoiling anything by hearing Anakin and Obi-Wan talk from their battle. Yeah. But uh, it's just a really, really neat thing that, uh, that he's done. You know, people have commented, I've seen this too, and I agree that it doesn't necessarily fit into the movie. You know, it's not something they probably should go back in and dub into the movie, even if they did it professionally, because the movie is of the time that it that it is. But uh, I don't know. It's still it's just a fun thing to see, and I will post a link up on the in the show notes. But uh, it's really cool. Scene thirty eight reimagined again. It's FX in it post, uh, fix it in post or FX it. I guess for the FX. Yeah, but the old it, terminology. But it, fix yeah. it in post is fix how I read post. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is it just that I watched the the video, but I haven't watched the movie in a while. So what was the main difference? Just the more active fight scene. Oh well, yeah. If you if you look at the other one, it's very you know just kind of you know touching lightsabers uh, back yeah. and forth and because uh, you know there's no stunt devil for Alec Guinness and it basically right. is boom boom uh-huh. and I'm doing a lightsaber motion left strike right strike left strike <laughs> then you're dead yeah okay All yeah right. and you know uh, there was a comment in the uh, Geek Tyrant article that said had audience seen this duel play out in ni- like this in 1977s it would have melted brains well Star, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars already melted brains yeah. I mean you know within the context of what we saw that was not something we went oh gosh I wish you know he'd been flipping all over the place like Yoda did later to me that was worse when Yoda's flipping all over the place yeah but uh, I agree but uh, it certainly is cool to go back and see him uh, have, have updated it and it'd be kind of fun to see it maybe have uh uh, you know, the younger Obi-Wan take his place for some of the stunts would be kind of neat. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. So, yeah. you know, it, it, to me, the the thing that, um, I guess the thing that, that bothered me, one of the things that bothered me most about the prequels and Phantom Menace is you got these incredibly, incredibly acrobatic Jedi, right? Yeah. You know, and then we go to episode four, A New Hope, and you have this really, like, it's a senior citizen lightsaber <laughs> battle is what it is. Yeah. And I understand in context of 1976 as they're shooting this thing. But, you know, that is the thing that has stuck out to me that did not age well at all. No pun intended. Yeah. With with episode four is because now every other movie we've got Jedi jumping all over the place yeah. except for episode four. To me, one of the best they've done is the Rogue One scene where Vader comes in right there at the end. Oh, yeah. And just I mean, because and you if you think, OK, this is supposed to be just days away, you know. He's he's taking these people out, you know, in his very robust fashion, and all of a sudden he's going to dial it down because it's Obi Wan, yeah, you know, Obi Wan yeah. who cuts his arms and legs off and leaves him to die by a lava pit. <laughs> what are you going to do? Bleed on me? Yeah, that's you right. So, so. Well, it, yeah, yeah. The the guy did a phenomenal job. I thought he did a of, really good shooting job shooting editing. All yeah. the effects was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree that inset into uh episode four would just really round that movie yeah i, I think 
Yeah. But, yeah. I was waiting for something funny to happen. I, I figured Obi-Wan was going to win this time. Now, that <laughs> That's what I was been, waiting yeah, that for. Yeah, that would have been something. Obi-Wan it would, never you know, wins. It'd be easy enough to do with our technology is to yeah. drop that in there. But, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be fun to see that. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you know, we're, we're, universe. we're sitting here complaining about, you know, hand shot for Han shot first, you know, the whole Greedo thing and how Lucas came back and redid all that. And now we're just recasting and re, yeah. you know, speculating. Yeah. Let's redo one of the most important parts of the movie. That's right. So. Um, I guess if George Lucas had done this, we would be griping about it. Is that right? Yes, we would be. Yeah. No. Yeah. And we could, this may be an episode in itself, but with Han shot first, as I've said, they fundamentally changed the character. They did. Yeah. They absolutely. Without Han shooting first, rather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Your geek of the week. My geek of the week. Well, we're going to talk a little bit later about summertime. And so uh, what's one of the things you guys think about uh, food-wise summer? Watermelon for me. Well, ice cream. All right. Homemade ice cream. Well, the, neither one of you played into my hands there. So my Geek of the Week is a little old. It's from a few years back, but I came across it. It's um, a Japanese vegetable juice company came up with this thing called Tomato Tomato Time. All right. And so what it is, it's a wearable robot that feeds you tomatoes as you run. And they did this for the, uh, I believe it was for the Tokyo Marathon, with the whole idea of saying, hey, you know, if you eat tomatoes while you're running, you know, 26.2 miles, it will help replenish you. So um, you've got to watch it in the show notes, but there's oh tomato ton, you know, so it's this robot you wear on your back that will <laughs> feed you tomatoes as you run wherever you're running and it you know you can't run away from it because it's it's i really want to dress that like yoda though (laughs) yeah yoda ton (laughs) so but i thought you know Mm. we're going to talk about summer and what would be a a better call back to summer other than obviously maybe watermelon or homemade ice cream but tomatoes so um yeah fresh tomatoes from the garden uh hit the uh, show notes and and watch that that's uh it's a little creepy. It's pretty bizarre. Yeah, but uh, very. How much does that weigh? I mean, that's got to be a um, lot of fun to have on your 18 shoulders. Eighteen pounds. Eighteen yeah. pounds. I think. So, the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the the benefit, the yeah. cost benefit ratio is right. not in line there yeah. to be running with eighteen pounds on. And what you're going to get from the from the tomato? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Enforced fed tomatoes while you're carrying a twenty yeah. pound weight on your yeah. head. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So. Uh, and I've never even heard of tomatoes being. The kind of thing that a marathon runner would want to replenish. Oh no, no, I mean, no! Pickle juice. I, I got the pickle juice. Uh, pickle memo, juice, yeah. But, but you, you're usually not grabbing pickle juice in the middle of, you know. But it's a replenisher. But yeah, you're not wearing it on your. You're not yeah. wearing a gallon of it. Well, on your back. you know, some folks will wear. They'll wear a, uh, you know, some sort of of water system. Camelback. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll put a camelback on, which I can't run with. Of course, I've only done a couple of half marathons, and those were in January, where you're not really worrying about that much fluid loss and you've got you know people on the side yeah yeah yeah. who pet peeve of mine if you're going to run if you're going to volunteer to be in a water replenish station in a run then friggin number one don't stay on your cell phone texting or tweeting watch when folks are coming and learn how to hold the cup out as they're running that's right because i don't know how many times there have been uh, social service groups from Mississippi State University who have done volunteer stints uh, as giving out water or, or Gatorade or Powerade, and they're not really paying any attention, and you've got to basically stop and rip it from them, mm. you know, and it's like, 
morons. Sounds like another good reason for me not to run a marathon. Yeah. Oh, I'll never run a marathon. I'd love to do another half if my knees would hold up. I did. I did my first ten k back in um, back in January, February, something like that. I guess it was it was January. And really enjoyed that. So, but anyway, yeah. So that's our geeks of the week. So nice, uh, nice round at. Uh, yeah, little, little, Hit little several different things. We did now we covered superheroes, Star Wars, and tomatoes. So let's talk about something that we were talking about uh, off mic about what Marvel has done. You know, there was no post game, um, post, post game, credit, post game, post game. <laughs> po- uh, yeah, I can't even talk. Post game show. In there was no post scene. tomato scene. Yeah. There was no uh, post credit scene of of Avengers Endgame. But a week later, they dropped the trailer for Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far, Far From, from Home. Home. So talk about that a little bit, Mr. Art. Uh, well, what they've done is uh, Sony Pictures has asked, because the new trailer for Sp- Spider-Man Far From Home is, is spoiler-filled, you know, if you have not seen Avengers Endgame, because they've changed some of the dialogue up and uh, have some uh, scenes that, that very much tell you uh, certain key events that happened in the movie. So Sony's uh, solution to this was to ask theaters to run the credit, to run the uh, trailer after the credits, after the end credits. And I think Tom Holland comes on for theaters that are doing this, um, either during the previews or during, you know, before the movie starts and says, stick around for the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Well, it has turned into kind of an ad hoc end credits scene. People are staying behind and they knew Marvel fans were already conditioned to stay behind anyway. And boy, it's a it's a great idea. It works really well if you think of it in the context of an end credit scene. Here this trailer is, and, you know, we've just had the events of Endgame, and I guess we spoiled it all last time, so we, we know Tony's gone. So they, they talk uh, specifically about that. What? Tony's gone? We could do a 40-minute recap of our one-hour-long episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For those of you that missed it. Yeah. <laughs> So, but it's it's cool. So it the, is very cool, and the trailer's great anyway. It is, but uh, it, it certainly would have been a bad idea to show that trailer right before the movie starts, and people that haven't seen it yet go, "What? Tony's dead, and there's Tony's, a multiverse." Tony's dead. Yeah. So, Jay, have you seen the trailer? I've seen the trailer, and I because of that, I was already looking forward to it. But I think the Spider-Man is my most anticipated movie right now. Yeah. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Did you have to pee during the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Not that I recall, but I, I will uh, wow. reserve the right. Wow, that was just low. That was low. I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, apologizing for pee jokes. Yeah. Wow. We're going to have to put a parental advisory on this for Rated. parents not to listen to it. Is, <laughs> right. Is what it is. Rated so. PJ. So what... <laughs> All right. So, what did you guys think about the Far From Home trailer? How, how do you think? What do you think about the uh, the retconning there? Well, it wasn't really a retcon, but the idea that Thanos's snap creates the multiverse. I like that. I think that's good. I think that uh, that opens up a lot of possibilities. There are some ways they can kind of, you know, some of these heroes that may or may not be dead can have a way to come back. But it also opens up the possibility to bring in some of these folks that that uh, may be out there somewhere else in a different universe. Fantastic Four, possibly. The Eternals, yeah. I think they're looking at. Yeah. The alternate universe Hopefully people. it's a whole new version of Fantastic Four. But how funny would it be if if the uh, the 20th Century Fox version, the Fantastic Four, comes through with Chris with Adam, Evans as uh, playing, Johnny Storm. That'd playing the Human Torch. Wait yeah. a minute. Okay. Yeah. How did this work out? Speaking of Chris Evans, so did you guys see what he did over the weekend? Captain uh, America. I saw something about him. Is he, is he posting all his... Uh, 
No, Go ahead, no, no. So what he did, he went to his high school class reunion. Oh, no, I did not see his this. His 20th uh, high school class reunion. And it looked to be a smaller group. It was at a restaurant. And apparently he RSVP'd like the day before and just shows up, you know. And uh, how cool is that? That would be very cool. Yeah, this guy is, you know, helming the, the, the biggest movie in the world ever. And he shows up with a name tag. <laughs> God, that's funny. At his high school, high school class Torch, reunion. Cap. What yeah, did say? yeah, really. And so h- how would you want to be the guy, you know, you're already paranoid about, have I done enough <laughs> at my high school reunion to justify my existence? You know, here I am 20 years later. What have you done? Do you have the car, the wife, the house? And then Chris Evans walks in and it's like, ah, no, 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 no. It's uh it is what it is, but I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that cool. is pretty cool. So, uh, well, we're in prom season now as oh, we boy. record this, and proms usually happen right before summer. Summer. So we talked about uh, on the uh, WhatsApp app, what's our, our show topic going to be, and we decided we're going to talk about memories of summer. I wanted to do Summer of the Direwolf, but, uh, you know, I was vetoed on that, and probably should be vetoed off talking any games of thrones <laughs> after uh last night's episode which you'd I, hate to give away any spoilers which i was not a big fan of so fans of we've talked about this a little bit but fans of game of thrones can't wait to tell what happened in the episode did you notice that yeah, yeah i mean just like you know in the middle of it hey look so and so i i about eight o'clock on sunday i get off twitter yeah you know and uh because folks just they have no common mm-hmm. decency yeah, I guess we haven't. I don't think we've spoken since the the Starbucks cup appeared, have we? Uh, no, oh, Game no, of Thrones. Yeah, Starbucks. It's pretty funny. Movie. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a meme coming across. They're at the uh, point where they don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Where, where you know, the plot point last night. Last night was the second to last episode. Was about bells ringing, and if if Daenerys heard bells ringing, then they would call off the attack. Well, there's a shot of Daenerys on the dragon on Drogon with AirPods in her ears, saying <laughs> she can't hear because she didn't take her AirPods out before she filmed oh, the scene. No. So, yeah, yeah. The the Starbucks cup was pretty funny, and and to Game of Thrones and HBO, I mean. To HBO's credit, they kind of made fun of it and said, you know, there was a mistake. She ordered a chai latte oh. and not a, uh, uh, no, she ordered an herbal tea and not a mocha, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I know was, a lot of that stuff happens a lot if you're really paying attention. It is it's, difficult for to a, a large period piece like that. It's incredibly difficult. I remember Fellowship of the Ring when it released, there was a shot in the distance as the hobbits are coming over leaving the shire you could see a train in the distance oh. that they didn't uh effects out they didn't effects it in post yeah and uh, so yeah and i believe gone with the wind there's a there's a light post and that they shot that would not have been period um yeah specific. well that that thing with the starbucks of course prompted a lot of discussion about other yeah. other scenes i think there was one with uh in a Bill Gibson movie, The Patriot. There was a car in the background or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's easy to do because at that point where you're trying to hit a release date, you are you are chugging around the clock to get everything out, and uh, you know, case in point, in game, the 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 Tony's last line, "I am Iron Man," that was shot late January, early February before right. Feb- after they were in the edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, well, summer so guys, summer passed. To, yeah. <laughs> We're looking at fall now because winter is coming. Football. Yeah, winter is coming. So 
Jay, what are your, you know, kid childhood memories of summer? What did that signify for you? Well, my father was a professor at Mississippi State, so he, you know, was busy during the fall and spring, and summer was, of course, the time when we took vacation, aside from, you know, holidays. So our big thing, and I know this is a big deal to you, uh, Robbie, was to go to Dolphin Island. Ah. Dolphin Island, Alabama was our spot of choice. We stayed at the Holiday Inn, and I have vivid memories um, of what we ate. Surprise, surprise. Uh, of course, we, we did the beach and all. We always stayed at the same place. And we had friends a lot of times that would have these rental houses. Uh, and we would go visit them if they were there at the same time. But the, I remember my mom would take her electric skillet. And so she would cook some in the room. And I remember deviled ham. Ugh. That's the only. I know. it, it Now, I, you know, who would do that? But um, in those days, I thought that was cool because that's the only really time of the year that we would buy it, stuff that would, you know, last all week. So deviled ham and crackers, vine and sausages stuff like that and then we'd go to the hotel restaurant sometimes until hurricane somebody pretty much blew the holiday in off the map and mm. would that have been they, frederick i don't remember the names at all but i know it seems like one blew it all up and they rebuilt or fixed it and then another one came and and now i believe it's on that site is the holiday isles condominiums and yeah so for my parents 50th anniversary we got some uh rooms there at the holiday aisles and kind of you know revisited our childhood so that did was you really get deviled cool. ham i didn't then but i did one summer we were at my in-laws and i wanted to introduce my kids to the foods of my childhood so uh. i got you know, i made all the stuff that my mom made and i had uh vanny sausages and the deviled ham and all this kind of stuff that we used to eat so then did you have to go to the er to get your stomach pumped? <laughs> no it was, it's all right yeah it's all right it's good stuff oh. so that's probably the biggest thing we ended up going to jekyll island couple times later after dolphin island kind of lost the hotel yeah <laughs> but yeah. um it was, dolphin it, island is just uh, was in the news this morning they had some uh, damage from this latest round of storms they did are yeah heading there shortly aren't you Bob? yeah we'll, we'll be heading down in about a week and a half and actually we've got some facebook friends on dolphin island and there was there was some pretty you know there's a lot of water coming through and and winds that came through um, so yeah, it's not hurricane damage, obviously, but, uh, but still our thoughts are with those folks. Yeah. There seems to yeah. be so many, so much this past, uh, oh, yeah, winter and spring that we've had. Year. Yeah. And Robbie doesn't know this yet, but I think, uh, the Shirley's and the Reeds will be going down on Memorial day as well. And we'll, we'll be recording we live gonna, from Dolphin gonna, Island. We're going to surprise him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, by the time it comes out, it'll be a surprise. But <laughs> yeah. you don't know where we're staying. It's a small island. Yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than what you think. We actually biked from one end of the island to the other. We did that last time we went. Yeah. It's like nine miles. That's fun. So you should try running. It seems nope. to be Dolphin Island seems to be hotter than the rest of america temperature wise yeah, yeah 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 absolutely so well if you're the beach that's okay yeah i guess so but when you're trying to run and get five miles in it's not okay no so. but it is it, it it can be breezy we were there for this 50th anniversary trip for my folks yeah. and my brother had a tent you know one of those pop-up tents like you see at tailgates and and we left it out there Ooh. everybody did that we you'd leave it out there and go back the next day and pop it up and and it Bad. got really windy one night and we went down there <laughs> it was gone. There, was, there was no sign of it That's yeah right. no yeah. it uh, we found pieces of it later but uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. we like Dolphin Island a lot. So, uh, Art, what's your uh, what's your summer memories? Well, we did growing up in uh, Leland, Mississippi. You know, the Delta, so kind of a flat area. Speaking of hotter than the rest of the yeah, world. Yeah, speaking of hotter than the rest of the world. You know, I can remember um, we would go out to uh, the pool. You know, that was kind of our thing. We'd ride our bikes out to the pool, and you could see, you know, being in the Delta, you know, a couple of miles away, but you could certainly, our parents, if they wanted to, could watch us make the whole trip out there, <laughs> almost wave to them from the place. And we spent a lot of time there. Uh, at one time, yeah, some friends of mine and I started playing golf, although we basically just wanted to go into water hazards and, and swim around, so they kind of kicked us off of there. But that, <laughs> uh, that golf course, you could, they had nine holes, the Leland uh, Club did, and you could see every flag. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> but when we got into Star Trek later, you know, the, the friends of mine and I, we would ride our bikes out to the pool, swim around until just before 3 o'clock when Star Trek came on. Ride all the way back, watch Star Trek, and then usually ride back in there. <laughs> no DVR? No, no DVR back in those no, days. No, no yeah. Betamax? No Betamax. Only three channels, you know, and uh, three channels in the truth, I guess. But, <laughs> but, uh, wow. And then we, you know, as, as you, you know, to sound really like a guy of a certain age, you know, we'd, we'd be outside the whole time. So oh, yeah. you'd play. Yeah. We had a great neighborhood full of kids, and, and we would play uh, different games. Uh, you know, I, now being the person in the neighborhood without kids, you know, we would run through these neighbors' yards, and I'm thinking, God, would it have been so mad if that had been me? And you know, are you throwing rocks at kids? Yeah, cut off my lawn, kids. Yeah, but uh, just picking up anybody's water hose and taking yeah, a drink, right. no matter that's where that's you right. were. We, you know, and we would we would you know get up, you know, relatively early now, thinking about it, but not, I'm sure not all that early. But you know, get started and and be outside all all day long, and then come back, you know, well after dark, and our parents didn't think anything about it. That's something we did yeah. too as kids that I don't, my, my kids mm-hmm. didn't do at all is we would ride our bikes all over town. I mean, yeah. we live on one side of town and we drive or ride our bikes all the way to campus, mm-hmm. go to the union, do whatever. And, you know, go get slush puppies and little miniature baseball mm-hmm. helmets at the superette that's actually right around the corner from where we're recording. Yeah. And, uh, that, that just didn't happen now. Yeah. I don't see that. Well, that that didn't happen for me because I grew up in Meridian, which was about as big as Startville and Leland put together times two. Because at that mm-hmm. point in the 70s, Meridian was 45, 46,000 people. It was the second largest city in the state. And so that's why it was called the Queen City. Oh, okay. And at one point, at one point, post-Civil War, Meridian was the capital of the state. Yep. Wow. So, but, you know, my, yeah, I just didn't get out a whole lot, so... I mean, well, once I, we I had got more TBS, once we had the Turner Channel and Space Giants came on, then there was, oh, and the Braves, Giants. there was a lot less. And I'm sure we riding. probably had moved beyond three channels when we were watching Star Trek, because I'm sure it was on something that was, you know, syndicated, uh, you know, was, was showing it in those episodes too. But I loved Space Giants. Oh, I did Space too. Giants. Yeah. Well, I've got three specific memories of summer. For me, summer meant summer camp. Oh, yeah. I would go for four or five days. Uh, it meant weekly trips to the library to the public library did you ever in a club were you in a club to see how many yeah. books you could read yeah. in summer oh yeah, yeah. did yeah. that too here and then uh vacation bible school oh yeah you oh, know yeah. it was always a big part of of summer of summer vacation you know so and if you're really cool you'd go to multiple vacation bible schools and you'd that's right you'd go to your your friend's bible school <laughs> that's right you go to your bible school 
you know, everybody. You would have right. a, you would have a theology degree right. at the end. <laughs> that's right. At the end of August, <laughs> because you me, but that's not what we said over at the Methodist Church. <laughs> yeah. Did we talk about you, know? you? You'd have so many different Bible schools under your belt. So, but those are the three things. And summer camp was a huge deal for me because I'd go to Pine Lake Fellowship Camp um, outside of Meridian, which you know, oddly enough, I'm on the board of directors now, which is kind of cool to be able to 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 see see it from the other side. Pine Lake was a big part of my growing up, but you know, we had. Um, it was the Mennonite church camp there outside of Meridian. So I got to see friends from across our, our church conference. Right. And so uh, summer camp was just a real vital part of my summertime. And it came oh, yeah. usually came early in June. And so we'd have summer camp in June. We would have vacation Bible school happening in June. We'd go on a family vacation, which was usually a family reunion trip. And then you've got the library scattered throughout. And I would always get at the library. This is how much of a nerd I am. This is nerd, not geek. I'd get all these big, thick books and I'd check them out. It's like, I'm going to read them this week. And whether it would be science or technology, it's like, yeah, I never opened them up. The only thing that we're good for was exercise to take out to the car and in and out. So, but uh, those were the, the my three summer memories. The I, camp thing, go ahead, is changed a lot. You know, I went to like you said, I went probably one week of youth camp, and that was camp for the summer. My kids would go to you know somewhere overseas, maybe well, that may be more spring. But like my son, I went to church camp for a week. You know, probably my parents may have paid a hundred bucks. Yeah. My son went to scuba camp. <laughs> and, and that's S-C-U-B-A. For, yeah. yeah not, not, for the local not, folks that might think he was actually, you know, playing East junior college ball. You know, and I did go to band camp and as I got older, too. So that yeah. was usually a week or two out on campus. But, but you know, scuba camp and, and he went to Philmont, uh, Boy Scout and, yeah, and Boy hiked Scout around camp. there. So his, his camps and my daughter, you know, similar kind of things. Yeah. Uh, so the camps have changed. Yeah. Quite That's a bit. What, we were the same way. You know, a week at camp. I went to Lake Forest Ranch for a while and then uh, Lake Stevens. I camp Lake g- Stevens. That's right. Camp yeah. Lake Stevens. Yeah. I remember going to camp in the third grade and coming back and my family had moved. <laughs> And they didn't tell yeah. you about it. It's like, uh, you know, no, actually, we went back to a different house. All of a sudden, we moved to the, the neighborhood that was that we ended up growing up in and, and riding out to the pool all the time. And oh. I just realized, you know, I've, I've kind of resisted this. I'm such and such old. Have you seen this meme? Yeah, been I have. Going around? I've, I've kind of resisted it, too. But when you talked about Bible school, I'm going to do, I am making an ashtray in Bible school old. <laughs> Because I swear <laughs> right. that was a project. You, know, right. you didn't oh, think yeah. anything about it. We had probably awesome. just some Play-Doh ashtrays we were making. It was probably for the deacons. That yeah, that's right. <laughs> we need outside. to put these out in the church. <laughs> during the, you know. yeah. yeah, I think I, that's frowned upon now. But I'm going gonna, gonna to steal that, by the way. Oh, <laughs> you'll hear it. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I've got my eye You're not that old, though. Oh, but I am. <laughs> I am. So, but... Uh, Man, yeah, summer was just a whole different, whole different animal back in the day. So it was, and it was longer. It seemed like too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, did it didn't seem, seem long enough when you were a kid, but it certainly seemed like we were out of school longer than they are now. Yeah, and I remember mowing yards too. Yeah, to yeah. yeah. Grass. yeah. Like, I mean, uh-huh. not just mine. I, I have a very vivid memory. My dad let me ride the, the riding mower for the first time, and you know, the condition was. I've just planted this sapling tree in the backyard. You ran over it. Don't run over it. It took me about two laps to run over it. And uh, (laughs) I don't, I'm pretty sure the tree's not there today. It never, never got replanted, but I had some really 
bad experiences mowing yards for other people. Yeah, <laughs> well, me too. That's how I actually made money off mowing yards for well, other people. I made people. a little money, but yeah, uh, and that's how I bought my first stereo system. Oh, really? I had a Techniques tuner. I've got it somewhere. Actually, yeah, I've got that's. It's like a three hundred dollar tuner. I mean, or I think I got it for one fifty because it was a it was a reverb or scratching din at, at at Hooper's there in Meridian. Hooper's mm-hmm. Electronics. Yeah, yeah, Hooper Sound. And uh, yeah, so one hundred and fifty dollars when you're mowing grass for five bucks a yard. That's yeah, that's some work. That's a long time. Then my dual cassette deck, my TAC. No, it was a Techniques dual cassette deck. Oh man, I had the first dubbing cassette deck of anybody ever knew, and right. I thought I was just amazing. Tape heaven. It, it was. It was, man. You know, I was doing this bootleg business of doing of <laughs> of, of actually of actually your limitations on that. Yeah, yeah, really. Of actually dubbing Christian music because <laughs> yeah, to well, go with the to go with the ashtrays, you know. So and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd have my in and out stacks. I'd be dubbing stuff for friends. Some old. P- you know, contraband Petra albums or something like that. So but that's how I got to listen to Kiss. My parents wouldn't let me buy Kiss albums, but I, I got a, I did not do a recorded tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, uh, summertime. That's so that, that's how the tomatoes led into. Uh huh. You know the geek. Okay, I and mean, that's that's probably now. That's one thing I look forward to as in a grown up is the community market and being yeah. able to get the fresh veggies and kind of hang out there on Saturday mornings you know as long as I've been out of school I still have that feeling when summer rolls around and the kids start getting out of school that I should be out of school it's yes. just that feeling of uh, uh-huh. and you well, work I, at a university too yeah, but you're not okay. a yeah that really kind of on enforces that, that but yeah it's well, I, I do have a confession to make. I never, I, even though I took swim lessons, I never learned to swim. Oh, I yeah. Mean, you've told me that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I have this vivid memory of going to swim lessons at Highland Park in Meridian. I was probably eight or nine years old. And I did not feel very good that morning. This was like, uh, this would have been like late May, early June, where it was a little cool still in the morning. And I just have this vivid memory of waiting in line to go in for swim lessons. And I ended up throwing up oh, on the no. sidewalk. <laughs> it's like, well, everybody's barefoot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, see, I told you I didn't feel well. So, but yeah. I did that at Moncrief Park, took the swimming lessons. Yeah. And then maybe middle school, junior high, my parents uh, built us a pool. So we yeah. did a lot of swimming. That's what I would love to have had a pool. But that's what my favorite thing is to swim exercise wise. Huh. Yeah. Well, like at Moncrief, though, this is another difference is we had a high dive yeah yeah do you ever i mean you hardly ever see those no anymore. i mean you look at them now and you go wow it's amazing to think because they won't let you do it i mean but, diving boards all together yeah are we used to strong. do trick dives off of there you oh, know yeah. and not that any of us could dive i mean there were a couple of folks there's always that guy that you know can get out there and, and do this that stuff you know just incredible dives but i remember diving we were trying to do some kind of made-up dive, you know, with really goofy-looking stuff. Diving and deciding I was going to jump in midway through, so just a complete <laughs> belly buster from, what, 15 oh, feet off from the From high, yeah. yeah. Oh, that hurts. And there's a place yeah. in, I believe it's Decatur, Alabama, Point Mallard. I don't, uh, I haven't been in forever. I don't know if it's even still there. But they had a wave pool, and then they had a big Olympic diving stands, yeah. like the, the three-tier, oh, yeah. the really, really tall ones. I would yeah. love to know if that's still there, too, because that was, you know, the epitome of – of mm. bravery if you could yeah, if you dive off, off that. of that yeah, dive just off jumping that. off was yeah. <laughs> enough for me yeah so I never dived so uh, <clears throat> yeah anyway dive hard with a bit vengeance so <laughs> there you go all right, guys. Well, that about takes. It was not Thanos long, but uh, that was a little bit longer episode. So. Got a snap. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We're gonna it feels s- so short after the last. One. It really does. It really does. So anyway, well, 
Thanks, guys, for joining us. Everybody sorry. have a great summer, yeah. I was going to say. You know, yeah, we are we're, not, gonna... we're not going away. We no, we're not. let people know. We're not taking the summer say, off. Are we season taking the summer off? Yeah. yeah, the season goes on and Isn't that on. what y'all told me? I mean, are y'all planning to still? <laughs> I thought y'all said just take the summer off. Is that not what's happening? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.